What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Best Women's Boxing Show, period. I am Cynthia Conte. And I am Giandra LaBeouf, and we are here with the man that keeps the people talking and the fist flying, Teofimo Lopez. Thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for having me. It's a, it's an honor and a pleasure. I mean, I'm here... Uh, just here to give what boxing needs and that's entertainment so it's uh i love the introduction thank you you got me all blushing over here i can't stop so <laughs> I just thank you in in event <laughs> we're gonna get right to it we just get right to it you're the takeover you're looking to take over boxing you're putting on some big shows big fights we will get to your fight you love to talk and you love to make some noise on twitter so what was the reason of you um leaking the footage of you and Rolly sparring i'm just curious Inquiring minds want to know. Oh, well, okay. So I guess to clarify that on the X app, I was really just going back and forth. There's a certain way to conduct yourself. And I think that uh, Rolando Romero is a bit over his head right now. And I think he needs a little bit of humbling. So I just posted a video that we did back in 2017 just to give him that uh, narrative. Like you don't disrespect a legend like Oscar La Jolla, who's trying to maybe even change your life with a fight with like Ryan Garcia, whatever the case will be between them and negotiations. Um, what more do you really have to say? You know, you know, you fought against Javante Davis at the time. Now it's known as Wahid. You faced him for a million bucks, got knocked out in front of the world, and then probably got a little bit of percentage of pay-per-view shares. Doesn't make you the biggest star. I look at it like, hey, from a business standpoint, just take what you were going to get, whether it was a $10, $15 million valuation. During these times, that's a lot of money. So it's like, just take it or leave it. You're a champion. You could beat uh, Ryan Garcia if you really wanted to. Um, so what was the point of you dissing Oscar De La Hoya when he's just trying to make great fights happen as he should? You know, that's what a promoter does. You know, um, Oscar's already made his accolades as a champion. He's in the Hall of Fame as a fighter, and he's looking forward to being in the Hall of Fame in the, uh, in the promoter standpoint. I spoke to Oscar De La Hoya, and I was like, don't worry, champ, I got you. So I just posted a video, and, you know, it's it's just all a sign of, like, you got to have respect. You got to have respect. If you're not going to respect these guys, then get the heck out of my sport, man. And, and I'll help you get out of it. <laughs> People have this perception of you that is not what you just presented now and that you have a high level of respect for boxing and boxing and boxing lineage. I mean, Oscar is not even your promoter, but you have a respect for that. So when you look at boxing lineage in your own career, what does that look like for you? Because some, you know, there's always a, it's prize fighting. I just want to make money, but clearly lineage is very important to you. Absolutely. Um, that's everything. I mean, listen, uh, us champions, if you look back in the track records, I mean, the ring magazine started in 1923 you know so i'm a lineal champion now in 2024 so we're talking over 100 years already and when i won against josh taylor that was the 100th year anniversary you know so i do my history i do my research and everything so when it came to it you know i just look at it at the historic part of it all it's the belts do matter i don't care what anyone says because at the end of the day now they're facing and they everybody wants to be a champion so it's like it always comes back around because that's the sport of boxing you can't disrespect what made you 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 know and i think a lot of these people and fighters end up forgetting where they came from me i don't forget that you know however i gotta con i have to control how i am and how i conduct that to the world you know it's like you can't bite the hand that feeds you you know it's like it's like god blessing you with blessings and then you're like well thank you but i don't want it like or thank you <laughs> thank you and that's like a slap to the face it's like you don't do that that's what satan did to, to the almighty father and look where he where he put him at so it's like i think we all missed this 
this whole conspiracy of how we got to be as a person when you make it to the top. Like, no, I've been to the top twice now and I plan on not losing it. You know, I'm looking to make it thrice. So it's just all about, you know, people are going to talk, but when they get to meet me in person, it's a whole different, it's a whole different ball game. I am this person, whether we're on screen or not, you know, if someone corrects me here on right now about something that I said, then great. I'll take it with, with, um, with a kindness of like, you're just trying to help me in a way. I'm still young. I'm 26, you know? So it's all about learning. It's all about growth. I don't know more than the next person, you know? And I find it interesting how Rolando Romero and all these other champions and all these other fighters are carrying themselves right now. It's definitely people just boosting the head more than what they are. You know, I've seen people carry themselves. And I'm like, man, I've done, I got two Hall of Fame careers in one at just 25 years old. I could retire and wait three years and be in my first ballet of Hall of Fame. I just came back because my wife, which is boxing, she wants me back. She needs me back because no one's respecting her. And it's time that Teofimo disrespects everybody with his punches so that they can respect him. Boxing, yes, it's a money pit, of course. Okay, you'll make your money and stuff. But don't forget the origin of what she has brought to the sport. The only reason why we get the money pit is because of all the legacy fights that she has created through fighters and champions facing each other. You know, that's what the ring is. Like, they say all living things are are connected. Well, boxing is alive when you go in that ring. <laughs> so it's about connection. And a lot of people just think of it like, oh, I got no respect for her. Like, I'm just going to make my money. I'm going to go to Saudi and make this money. And it's like, that's not how she wants to be known as like, at least from my perception, I'm, I'm big on this. You know, this is why I'm the two time linear world champion at just 25. This is why, you know, I'm the first technically undisputed world champion two weight divisions. However, they're going to write that off because I did it so quick. You know, I'm not supposed to be doing this at this nick of time. They wait until you hit your prime 28, 29, 30, and then they want to give you accolades and your flowers. But I don't got time for that. God don't got time for that. So when it came to it, I just look at it like no one is really um, giving their flowers back to the sport. They're just taking what they can from the sport and making their money. And it's like, nah, that's not how we do stuff. At least I, that's not how I do things. See, I don't, when I came to it, I'm not complaining about the money. You know what I'm saying? I, what I complain about, if anything, is like, yo, I've earned my stripes more than once. I, I, if anything, all these other guys, Cambosas and Devin Haney made eight figures after after me, you know, and they made their money. I still make a million dollars a fight, two million dollars for this fight. But you know what I'm saying? So they give me a little bit because they understand that what I'll do if they did give me those millions. See, I don't spend my money on stupid things. I spend it on like actual things like property. Um, I spend it on, you know, communities and from all coaches. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we all are one. You know, so I, I think of it in a bigger scale. And a lot of these people that are coming into my sport now, are they never took a punch in their face. And they look at it like, well, we're going to make money and this is how we're going to do it. We're going to move you this way and that way. And little do they know they're actually shooting themselves, if not cutting their own leg off, because we're not getting the fights that we want. And what does that do? That leads everybody into the MMA platform. And then we're just helping MMA rather than boxing which boxing to this day is the toughest sport in the world. I love boxing. I mean, I bled for the sport. You guys all seen it. I got cuts from it. Um, I sweated. I've cried. And I got the Sugar Ray Robinson Award at 23 years young, fighter of the year. So it's like um, she's, she, she's going to give me my flowers this year. This year is my year to become a, a two-time fighter of the year, you know, and that's what I plan to do. If you go on the documentary on Muse, 
for Kobe Bryant, if you see Muse on Kobe Bryant and stuff like that, right? You see him posting his family a little bit. You see him playing bas- basketball, all this stuff, right? You see him is dedicated to everything. His last film, his last thing before they finish the documentary is him at the Staples Center by himself, right? Playing and shooting and practicing. Because that was his wife. Yes. You got to understand, that's his. That's what made Kobe Bryant Mamba. You know, and and what makes Teofimo take over is boxing. So what what the what is basically showing is a lead of example by leaving it right there. You can't forget what got you there. You may get a family, you may gain a wife, you may gain um popularity along the way, but you can't forget what got you to get there. You know, and a lot of these fighters end up getting a little bit, just a little bit of cameras. Like Cindy, I'm telling you, they get a little bit of that timeline and that limelight, and they go. I seen and and I might get stuff for it, but I seen Caleb Plant was getting all access and, and all that for Canelo. And he thought I was gonna be like a spy for Canelo. I'm like, bro, I'm just y'all do y'all thing, man. But then he had a he got real Hollywood and cut me off and 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 couldn't let me go into the gym to train with him because he didn't want to see styles. And I'm like, bro. I'm not going to go and call Canelo because, what, you think I'm Latino and I'm going to support Latinos? Like, no, bro, you, that's between y'all. I stay out of the biz. You know what I'm saying? But what? Because he got the cameras on that, people change. People change, yo. And I'm like, bro, you guys not even there yet. Y'all haven't even done the stuff that I've done. And I'm not here to compare it. It's just all about how you carry yourself. Come here. Oh, is you that are- your doggy? Yeah, this is Bruno over here. Let me show Everybody you. Everybody got their dog out. Everyone today. has dogs on all our Is interviews Is this a Frenchie? Oh, oh <laughs> like my doggy Billy Jean. He's yeah. cute. Say hi. You know, Teofimo, you're really blowing me away. I was expecting a whole nother vibe, but I like what, I like what you're saying. And I like the that metaphor of referring to the the ring as a wife or a woman because the ring gives birth to champions to lose to, to to so many things are born out of that so within that in your corner it's you it's your father very strong male team we are we're mothers what what role does your does your mother forgive me if i'm not you know hip or if you don't want to talk about that or anything like that let us know but what role does your your mother play in all this my mother she 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 prays for me a lot. That's all. You know, she doesn't watch none of my fights. The Josh Taylor fight was the only time that she actually came to my locker room. And I fought over 20 fights now uh, professionally. So I fought 190 times in my whole career. And she's never she's never seen me fight in person. Like, she can't. She got to drink wine or some tequila. And she could watch the film after the fight, after I won. She's never watched me in person. So for her to come that day when I faced Josh Taylor to my locker room alone... Surprise the heck out of me, but you know, she didn't see it, but I know she was there to support me the best way she could. And that right there was like, oh, I'm about to show out. I'm about to spank buddy to the, to the core, you know, but my mother plays that role. She prays for me and, and there's nothing like a mother's blessing. You know what I mean? And there's nothing, there's a different core. I mean, like when, um, when Jesus was here and Virgin Mary and all these things they play, they play in those roles and whatnot. She had to see her own son go through the pains, but that was part of his his prophecy, part of his 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 life that he had to go through. And she had to just sit there, pray for him, and just watch her son get get all the whips and everything for something that he had to do for our own sins. So when you think about it, like there's nothing much more than a mother's blessing. So my mother plays that role of prayer, plays that role of just making sure that I don't get out of my 
um, get over my head. You know, she tells me like, just, just kill people with kindness and love. You don't need to be all this, and this rah, rah and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know? And a wise woman told me, you know, you get more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. And it's like, that's what I plan on doing this year. I plan on just winning the whole world with my love to actually show them who I really am. You know, I don't need to be this guy that, that is like trying to bully these businessmen because I see what they're doing to my sport. You know, it takes away from, from my main agenda that, that God brought me here. You know, you know what Theo is in Greek mythology? Gift of God. And that's what I am. I'm a gift of God. I'm, I'm someone that, that is here to restore whatever needs to be restored as far as balance goes. And I'm someone that I truly believe that is here to um, give back to the world. I'm a giver. You know, there's two types of people in this world. There's givers and then there's takers. The givers, they sleep better. The takers, they eat better. And it's all about perception of how you want to be. You know, and I see so many takers now. And it's funny, the irony, I'm the takeover, but I'm more of a giver. <laughs> so, you know, all these things come in alignment. I really thank my mother for it. You know, she, she taught me how to become a gentleman, how to be a man, how to uh, open doors for women. You know, I've always, I'm always going to be like that. I believe that women deserve all those things. You know, you guys pave a way. You guys give birth. You know, men can't give birth. Men could can give semen, but they can't give birth. You know, so it's like all these things, you know, and I, I'm just here to really change the game. And the only way I'm able to do that is being the best at what I do and being able to have that platform like ESPN to give me that, that opportunity in my voice. Wait, before we uh, get off of that, one last question about the about spirituality and walking in faith and all that. A lot of fighters now are being more open about their spiritual walks, walking in faith, connecting with God and, and worshiping. What is happening amongst your peers? You know, you're already outwardly with your faith. What is happening, do you think, that's making fighters cling more to the to the almighty now, more so? Because I'm trying to think of it. I mean, there's always been historically fighters connected with religion from Ali to, to George Foreman to now. But I feel like so many more young fighters now are really being very, very open with their faith. What's happening that we're not seeing? Amongst fighters, I don't know. Maybe they're just taking the train that I'm I'm on. You know, I mean, a lot of stuff that I speak on, anything, it really goes out there. You know, I didn't expect the Rolando, uh, Rolando Romero video to blow up the way it did. You know, I was just backing up Oscar De La Hoya. But when it comes to faith and everything, that's good. It's about time. See, God talks to us in many ways, in many forms, whether from numbers, whether through people, music, I mean, everything that's energy, everything. When you think about it, if you put 2024 20, and you add those numbers up, it means eight. And if you turn the eight sideways, what is it? Infinite. Infinity. You know? Yes, right? So this is the times right now where it's two gods, so to speak, because obviously evil here in this world, in this realm, wants to be claimed as God. But the Almighty Father is the one that controls all that. But now they're at war. This is the time of war. So everyone already from last year, even in this year, are already picking sides now. You either pick the left side or you pick the right side. It's what it is. Being who I am, I've always picked the right side. I've never picked the left side. This is the warfare that's going on spiritually. So we could express ourselves and be ourselves now because now it's the eighth year. It's the infinite year. It's a bigger war out there, you know, and a lot of it, you know, Satan is really deep in my sport. I've been dealing with him since a kid, but he's really bigger in it now than ever. He's taken a lot of souls, fighters that you guys probably like a lot, but I can't say the names. That's just not part of my 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 um my journey. And uh, all I can say is I pray for them. You know, some some people want that fame and stuff, but they don't understand like 
once you got it, what else do you have? You know, it's like Jesus said, you know, um, what does a man gain, you know, giving his soul and gaining the world? You know, it's it's pretty much in that perspective. Can you? And and all those things come into play. So I'm very big on this. Um, I face the devil at hand many times, and that continues to happen every day, especially as I lead closer to this fight. It's time that I express myself that way too. Uh, it's time. It really is. It's time. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of the, you know, I got nothing against the LGBTQ community. I don't. I know they have their agenda. They have to do what they want to do and how they are. Yeah, I think it's a lot of people just going through human experiences. However, you know, and, and I won't judge them. I mean, Jesus himself is not judging them. I believe that we just could pray for those type of people. However, the problem is, is that the agenda of touching our children. You know, I have a two-year-old. I think that that's, that's crossing the line there. You know, um, the, the whole prophecy is after 13. When you click, once you hit 13 years old, that is when you decide your fate. You could go through good or bad. And a lot of them now, Satan is so impatient. Lucifer is so impatient that he has now said, well, screw you, father. I'm going to go down to the kids from 12 all the way down to birth. And, and we're seeing a big change here. You know, we're seeing kids being confused, not knowing what is right, what is wrong, seeing two people being together. Hey, if that's what it is, it's what it is. But we all know this. I mean, I know this, at least. And I don't know nothing, you know, and it's it's this. It's the fact that you don't touch the children. They're too pure. They're innocent. You got to leave them alone. There's a warfare going on. And I'm part of that warfare and I'm ready for it. When you tweet out on X and when you speak, because the last time I saw you was at the Golden Boy fight here. It's like people take words out of uh, out of context. And when we listen to you, like, you know what you're saying. There's a reason why you're saying certain things. And I think you're just misunderstood. It's not misunderstood. It's just that everyone already chose their path. If only people really understood the depths of what COVID was. If you ever seen Clash of the Titans, there was a movie, Clash of the Titans, and that Hades pulls out the Kraken. I'm here to educate everybody. COVID was the Kraken to test our fate. That's all it was. You know, um, I got COVID, but it didn't, I didn't sell nothing. People were going through desperate times. People were losing a lot of money, lots of money. And what, what does that come with? Satan is going to come here and be like, well, I could give you all this for all you want. And a lot of people got tricked. A lot of people. So not everyone that fell into it is going to be condemned. A lot of people are going to be forgiven. But those that are have taken children and slaughtered children for their own sanity and stuff, of course, they're going to take the they're going to have to take the hit with 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 the God that they claim over here. You know, um, I, I want to educate everybody. Stop throwing this up because this right here actually means this, you know, so <laughs> I got balloons. Why are balloons? That was me. But like, oh. so when, you, when, when, when you look at it, you know, if you want to check up the deuces, this is how you do it. The peace sign is like this. It's not up front. Um, and a lot of kids don't understand that because they don't have the, the knowledge for it. You know, but it's it's actually giving giving praise to um, Baphomet, you know, and um, and yeah. So, you know, just be careful. I think to all the young, young youth and stuff, if you want to say the peace sign. This is always the peace sign, not the front way. You know, I could educate people on, on certain levels, you know, but we're here to talk about boxing, you know, and and, and we'll keep it there. You know, February 8th, Jermaine Ortiz is my main priority, you know, and, and, and this is what I'm back for. I think that's the other thing, you know, Jesus says in the scripture and it's the most common one that people can't take away. Not even the 13 families that run this world. They can't take away that scripture. Anyone who follows Jesus shall never die. So basically, anyone who takes that middle road shall never die. Because he died for anyone else who follows him shall never die. It's what it is. 
it's just what it is. I'm I'm immortalized, but at the same time, I'm not untouchable. I am touchable. It's all about how I condone myself and conduct myself because I am not no God. I'm just a child of God. And um, I follow that way. You know, and I think that a lot of these fighters, the reason why they don't want to fight me is because when you go in there and you're facing me, you're not just facing me, you're facing the one I believe in. And I like that stuff, though. You know, I love it. Well, you just said it best. Uh, you're taking Jermaine Ortiz. You're here Super Bowl weekend. It's going to be a fun Super Bowl week. Thursday night fights here at Michelob Ultra Arena, February 8th and live on ESPN. Now, hopefully, maybe after this fight, you'll get maybe that Terrence Crawford fight that you've been harping on on X and maybe Elon Musk will come in and watch you fight. That'd be dope. I won't be surprised. A lot of people, um, I mean, I even have the chief of area 51 wanting to come to my fight. This is a lot bigger than what y'all may see it as. I just want to let y'all know now what I'm about to do with this fight, unlock something. I don't know. It's been over a century that it has been done. I'm gonna be frank with y'all. That's why I take this more serious than ever. This is the most important fight of my whole life, regardless of my career and what I've done thus far. When it came to it, I cried for four days before I signed the contract with Jermaine Ortiz just because of the fact that I know what I got to go through again. It's definitely not easy. I battle every day. The moment I walk through these doors, I, you know, everybody's always watching me, looking for me. You know, they can't do anything to me, but they want to just see what I'm doing. So this is a bigger scale. I deal with a lot of things, guys, a lot. But I'm strong enough. I have a lot of faith in it. And it's like, there's no going back. I can't say, I can't fall and fold at this point. My falling and, and folding is death. So at this point, I just got to stick to what I believe in and hold it all the way. It's a very important fight to me. I think a lot of people want this fight to go their way just so that they can say Teofimo knows how to get to the top but doesn't know how to keep it. And that's not who I am. I'm someone that I went through some real hard times when I faced George Cambosis, I was actually dying in that fight. Three doctors that have PhDs in New York said that they can't believe I'm still alive just with the conditions that I had going into that fight, 12, fighting 12 rounds. But How were you passed else, for that fight? How were you passed to fight then with medicals? Yeah, see, I can't get myself more caught up than I already am in with these commissions and everybody. That's all I can say. Oh. Uh, it's all I can say. And, and it's a freedom of speech. So for everybody, George Washington said it himself, freedom of speech. If if the freedom of speech is taken away, then sheep are we led like um, it's what he says. It's like sheep being led to a slaughter. So that's why the dollar is still around until they let go of my freedom of speech. Then there goes our dollar. And there goes everything else. You got to really take your time and do your research. You no, know, that's what I tell people. You got to go back to the future. You know what they meant by going back to the future? You go back in time. You go back to those times of the presidents. You go back in time. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. when he said, out of a mountain of despair, a stone of hope. When you go into all these things, you got to do your research. Everyone complains about their history, but no one is standing up for it now. Look, I'm not even um, black, so to speak, but definitely our origin resonates back to Africa, which was black. So it's like, what are we talking about? And the reason why, like I'm 26. If you add the numbers up on that, that's eight. That's infinite. <laughs> so that's that's just all in alignment of God's will. And, and God, you know, he paid a debt that he did not owe. So it, it takes man, it takes for us as women as well to pay that debt for him. It's the least that we could do because you guys as mothers are able to birth your children through the father. And we should not forget that. So... I'm really big on all these things. And, and me being 26, I got this growth through a source above that, that I don't know of, you know, but I believe in. And I'm just here to I'm just here to educate the world. I believe that that's what a voice is all about, you know, and and if our freedom of speech is gone, then there goes not just our dollar bill, but there goes like um, it goes everything else, you know. 
the devil can win battles, but he won't win the war. That's what it is. You know, he wants to, though, but he's scared of the father. I'll tell y'all that much. He's scared of the father. So am I, though. So am I. On that note, since you just said we're, uh, you got to win a war, you do have a war coming up February 8th against Jermaine Ortiz. So best of luck to you, Theofimo. Get back to camp. Get back to eating. And uh, we will see you February 8th at McLove Ultra Arena and also live on ESPN. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Best Women's Boxing Show, period. I'm Cynthia Con. And I'm Deandra LaBeouf. And there's Theofimo Lopez. Best of luck to you. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys at the bikes. Bye, guys.